BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Balanced Blonde Podcast, Soul on Fire. We have a lot of news around here lately. I don't even know where to begin. But first, I think probably the best place to begin is by introducing our incredible guest, the amazing Kimberly Snyder. So I, for one, have been a fan of Kimberly for so many years. She's been blogging since before blogging was really a thing. She's a nutritionist. She's an author. She's a podcast host. She now owns her own line of supplements called Soluna and I've been taking them ever since she brought them over when she came over for the podcast probably about three weeks ago now and I can honestly say these are the best that I've taken. I've been taking this product of hers called Detoxy which just helps keep you regular. It's awesome. So we'll get into everything incredible about Kimberly. She's a celebrity nutritionist. She's worked with people from Reese Witherspoon to Drew Barrymore to Channing Tatum to Kerry Washington and so many others. She has co-written a book with Deepak Chopra. She's a renowned speaker, a meditation teacher, a yoga instructor, and an expert on wellness. I've been following her since before I even had a blog, which is saying something because I started blogging pretty early. There were not a lot of wellness blogs out there when I started in 2013, but Kimberly was already quite the well-known person in the space, very well-known, like top of the line well-known. She had already written a book, at least one. And she was someone that I looked up to in the health and wellness space and someone I still very much look up to. On another note, Kimberly is very spiritual. We have a lot in common when it comes to meditation and our beliefs about the world and the mind-body-spirit connection, which she writes a lot about in her latest book, Perfectly Imperfect Life, which she brought over when we did the recording. And I've had a chance to flip through it and check out a lot of the recipes. It's absolutely gorgeous. And I'm just so beyond inspired by her and this book and her mission for the world and the way that she shares that health is such a mind-body-spirit connection. It's not just about food, which is why, of course, she has her skincare products. She has her supplements. 
I'm just so impressed by her. She really inspires me. So I can't wait for you guys to listen to this episode. It's always such a treat to interview people who I am such a massive fan of, which I guess is most people who come on this podcast. But yeah, I'm just like a fan of Kimberly. So much so that we had never met before I had her on. And usually I don't ever do that. I don't ever have someone on who I haven't met, but I was confident I knew more than enough about her to make this a very expressive and interesting conversation nonetheless. And I believe I do. And now I know even more about her. So super excited for you guys to listen. As far as other news that's happening around here in the Balanced Blonde land, there's kind of a lot. I don't know if you guys read my blog or if you've been keeping up on my blog, but I put out a post last week or maybe a couple weeks ago now when this comes out to share about this rock bottom that I've hit with my health. I've had a really difficult and scary time lately. I had sort of a near-death experience, which was so terrifying. And I'm going to record an episode about my health where I'll talk a little bit more about what happened. Um, But I do share about it on the blog. So if you haven't read on thebalanceblonde.com, do check it out. I decided because of this very big health scare and because of my upcoming wedding and this breakdown that I had about fear of not being healthy for my wedding. And I just want to kick Lyme disease, Lyme disease's butt before my wedding so badly. It's so important to me. And I'm just so ready to put the energy and focus into myself that I've been putting into my business and into a lot of other things for a really long time. So because of that, I've made the very difficult, very heart-centered decision to put the podcast on hold for the rest of the year. But that doesn't mean that there won't be episodes coming out. So next week will be a solo episode or maybe with Jonathan. We haven't done it yet. So I'll see if he ends up doing it with me about my health and wedding and why I've decided to take this time off. And then for eight weeks, we'll be releasing best of the show episodes. So if you haven't heard all the episodes of this podcast, there's a lot. So I'm confident that taking a little sabbatical hiatus, whatever you want to call it, I'm still leaving you with a lot of content, a lot of content that I really hope you continue to enjoy and listen to and get value from. So that's why we'll be releasing best of the show episodes for eight weeks, which will be different best of the show episodes than they were last year. So these will be more from this year, most likely. Feel free to send in your favorites so I know if you have any requests for what you would like me to re-release with new intros and all that. So that'll be for eight weeks. And then there will be a true hiatus for a couple months. And then in 2020, which is so soon, you guys, it's literally right around the corner. I will return for season two of the Balanced Blonde Soul on Fire podcast. And it's pretty crazy because season one has been three years long. (laughs) So it's funny saying season two is coming out, but you know, everybody needs a break sometimes, especially those of us with chronic illness and autoimmune diseases. 
And I feel really, really confident about my choice. And I just hope in every way that it inspires you to put yourself first. Walk away from things that you don't have the energy for. And if something's not 150% inspiring you, to walk away or take a break. So for me, the podcast inspires me to no end. And I'll get more into this. I'm going to wrap this up soon so we can just get into that episode with Kimberly. But I'll get more into this in this solo episode. But this podcast inspires me so much. And unfortunately, at times, a lot of the time, I force myself through these conversations with these incredible human beings because I don't have the energy due to my illness at the moment to enjoy it the way that I want to, the way that I did before I got sick. And when this podcast was literally the best thing about my life, and it still is so wonderful, but I've just got to get back to that state of true health. And then I know that season two is going to blow your socks off, truly. Um, So I really, really, really want to encourage you to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't, because then you'll still get notifications about the best of the show episodes. But more importantly, or equally importantly, you'll get notifications when the show comes back for season two. And I'm not sure exactly when that will be. I hope it will be early 2020, like right away, but I just don't know. So subscribe so that you can just have it pop up on your phone when it's back. And I love you all. And if this podcast brings value to your life, I would love and be so honored if you would leave a rating and review on iTunes and I'll send you a free, free gift. If you email me a rating and review to jordan at thebalancebond.com, I'll send you a free gift via email, which is my yoga ebook. It's 300 pages. It's awesome. It's for all levels. So if this podcast brings you value, I would love a rating and review and for you to subscribe and then just screenshot and send that to me. So before we get into this awesome conversation with one of my biggest, biggest inspirations in wellness, I want to thank our sponsors for today's episode. So one, we have Cured Nutrition, which we're going to be talking about in the mid-roll. So be sure to listen because I'm obsessed with Cured Nutrition. You can use the code BLONDE for a discount for the best CBD you've ever tried in your life. Get the mint tincture on curednutrition.com. Use the code BLONDE for a discount and just be obsessed. You'll sleep so well. You will feel calm. You won't have insomnia or anxiety. It's literally amazing. I can't wait for you to check it out. And then we're going to talk all about cured in the mid-roll, but wanted to just give that love and let you know that you can use the code BLONDE for a discount. And then um, our longtime incredible sponsor for Sigmatic, who Honestly, I didn't think I could get more obsessed with Four Sigmatic than I ever have been, but I am. Um, You can also use the the code BLONDE there for 15% off. It's such a special, wonderful, amazing brand of mushroom coffee. 
mushroom lattes, skincare that they now have, um, mushroom elixirs, like everything you could ever imagine. Blends of medicinal mushrooms all around. And no, it doesn't taste like actual mushrooms. It tastes like coffee. It tastes like hot chocolate. It tastes like matcha. Whichever product you try, it's just formulated so perfectly with so many good herbs and spices. And all of the products, or sorry, all of the ingredients and all the products have health benefits. So you can go to foursigmatic.com slash blonde to shop my curated favorites page where you will find the chaga that I drink every morning. You will also find the mushroom hot cacao, which is like the most delicious hot chocolate you could ever imagine. I like to mix it with almond milk, use a frother, which you can also buy on foursigmatic.com and use some cinnamon some hot water, some stevia, maybe some coconut butter. If I'm going for like a bulletproof or something that needs a little bit more fat, healthy fats to get me through the morning, depending on if it's my breakfast or what what have you. Sometimes I also add Four Sigmatic to smoothies. And then if you're ever in Venice in Los Angeles, you have to go to their shroom room on Abbott Kinney. It's so cute so cute. And you can shop all of their awesome products there. And you can also get a free latte. They literally don't charge you. You just get coffee, mushroom coffee, and they give it to you. So as you can tell from that and from many other things, they're a kind company with an amazing mission. I love Tarot who founded Four Sigmatic. He's been on this podcast. Maybe we'll make that one of the best of show episodes. So listen to that to learn about medicinal mushrooms. They're vegan, super low sugar, low calorie, tested by a third-party lab, and full of health benefits. So check them out. They're delicious. Foursigmatic.com slash blonde. Now let's dive into this episode with the nutritionist, author, product developer, podcast host, amazing human, Kimberly Snyder. All right, Kimberly, I'm so happy that you're here. I'm so excited to be sitting across the table from you. I know, (laughs) drinking our Rebel and our Simples Tonics. I'm so happy to find out that we are practically neighbors. I know. I can't believe it. I know. About 10 minutes. It's incredible because I've been such a fan of your work for so many years. Amazing. Yeah. When I first started blogging, you were one of the few people in this wellness space, plant-based nutritionist. (laughs) Now you have five books. You have a product line, which we'll talk all about. Your mom, you're doing so much. So tell us a little bit about when you start, when did you start this whole journey? So the first book, which was called The Beauty Detox Solution, was published in 2011. Okay. That's why I was going to say I knew for sure when I started almost a decade. in 2013, yeah. you were like a big name in wellness and there just weren't that many people at all doing this kind of stuff. I mean, it doesn't feel like that much time has passed, but it has 
shifted so much as you can see. Right. And I think there's a lot of positives to that. I think that there, as we know, wellness is so popular. You know, it's just taught, that word is tossed around all the time. But I also see even more confusion than when I started, which is ironic. People now don't even know what to eat for dinner. There's just almost too much information. So it's interesting times, I think. I know it is because now the theory, there are so many theories and like, I feel like every day I wake up and see something new about this is good for you. This is bad for you. Do this. Don't do this. Just all over the board. So what would be your advice to people who are struggling with just not knowing what to eat for dinner or sure. anything? So I think that, um, like you said, Jordan, it's like all conflicting, right? Like if there's, there's the people that want to push coffee, so they are saying all the studies about coffee. And then there's people that say, oh no, it's so acidic. So if you listen to the waves of all the media, I think you get more and more confused. Uh, For me, I've always said that our biggest teacher is mother nature. So just the same way that we can build these big fancy buildings, but if there's an earthquake, guess who's in charge? So when it comes to looking at our ideal diet, I, there's something in science called biomimicry, which is basically looking at our anatomy, looking at similar species in nature to determine the best diet. So it kind of, it does supersede all the minutia, all the studies, all the ins and outs when we really defer to mother nature from a diet standpoint, also from a lifestyle standpoint, all the research that's coming out now about sleep, for instance, and the stimulation of blue lights, Mm. which keeps us up. It keeps our brain going. It doesn't allow us to get as much of that deep level for sleep where we really heal our cells and our bodies. So that's where we can do airplane mode. We're following the rhythm of mother nature. I say, put it on with sundown and sun up. Your screen gets more red than blue. Those are the times where we naturally wouldn't have all this light. So I always say, you know, mother nature, we follow these natural rhythms. And for me, that has been my compass this whole time I've been doing what I've been doing, which is, you know, get back since 2011. And let me tell you, Jordan, before that I was a chronic dieter. I was obsessed with being skinny. I was bulimorexic in high school. Uh, I would try not to eat. And then I ran track and I would be so hungry that I would eat and then throw up. So I've tried everything from low protein, um, sorry, high protein, low carb, calorie counting, low sugar. And so for me, learning the tools that I teach in my books and in my work, which is based on nature, was the biggest relief. Right. Because I would say maybe like 60% of my thoughts was obsessing. Did I eat too much? What am I going to eat next? Tallying up my calories. And when you learn these principles, like eating like to heavy, proper food combining, um, all the things that I talk about, it's it just the, the weight balanced and my energy went up and I've never had to go back. That's amazing. So eating light to heavy has really helped me a lot. Oh, good. You practice a lot. that. I do. Yes. Yeah. And when I was suffering just a few months ago with horrible IPS and before we started this podcast, I was telling you about my bloating and SIBO and eating light to heavy has helped so much. So tell everybody listening what that is and how they can do that. (laughs) So the analogy I like to use is if you think about a highway that's going down the road and imagine there's a Ferrari and a Mack truck. 
So if you put the Ferrari in front of this big 18-wheel truck, then the road kind of progresses along, the Ferrari can do its thing, and then the truck can go its own pace. But if we take the same two vehicles and we swap the order, so imagine the Mack truck, the 18-wheeler is now in front of the Ferrari, the Ferrari is behind Now there's a very different energy on the road. Now, since the Ferrari can't get past, it starts spinning its wheels. There's essentially a traffic jam and the road doesn't flow as well because the Ferrari can't get past and then this big truck is going so slow right in front of it. So you think about that uh, pace and that beautiful flow in the first road. That's really what we want to create in our bodies with light to heavy. Unfortunately, a lot of us reduce food down to numbers as in, oh, well, I used to do it. This is how many calories I eat and this is how many grams of protein and how many carbs, but we are so much more than numbers. We are, um, our digestion is really complex. So light to heavy means that we eat foods in the order and the combination where they are able to digest more efficiently and get through our system, get out of our stomach where we don't actually absorb nutrients. We absorb alcohol, but not nutrients into the duodenum, into the top of our small intestine where the little villi, the little hairs start pulling the nutrition into our bloodstream and we start to get nourishment. So with that same analogy, Jordan, imagine the Ferrari is fruit and the Big Mac truck is a piece of protein. Let's say it's a bunch of nuts or fish or whatever. So if we eat fruit on an empty stomach, fruit is basically a very fast digesting food. It's simple sugars and water and micronutrients. So it will get through. And then the protein takes a couple hours to digest. It's you know, a slower, more dense food. It can take its time. But the same two foods in a different order, if we eat that you know, fish, chicken, pile of nuts, and then we decide to eat a pile of blueberries for dessert, Same thing, traffic jam. Right Now the fruit is stuck in your stomach. It's stuck. And what happens when uh, fruit or other carbs start to digest prematurely is a process called fermentation, which basically means, it's like, Jordan, what if you don't take your garbage out for two weeks? What happens? So many bad things. (laughs) Smell disgusting. It smells disgusting. And the reason it smells disgusting is because gases are being released. Right. So with improper food combining and not following light to heavy, that fruit is still sitting in your stomach. It starts to break down. Gases get released. So you get really bloated. And then our bodies are hot, almost 100 degrees. So by the, by the time it even gets into your small intestine, unfortunately, a lot of the nutrients have been wasted and are denatured. So this was a way of, for me to apply more intelligence to what I was eating, um, to think about fiber in plant foods as yeah. a natural way to fill up. And it's all these different tools which help to break my obsession with dieting, which took time. You know, we're all, you know, we all have a, you know, a lot of us have a pretty unhealthy relationship with food and weight as women. But over time, I could say in over a decade now, I've never had to go back. That's amazing. So I'd love for everyone to know about this yeah. because it doesn't have to be so hard. It doesn't. So with that light to heavy, do you have like juices in the morning or is that when you would have like a juice or a smoothie? Because that would be considered lighter. So thank you, Jordan. That's a great distinction. Light to heavy is per meal and it's also per the day though, to your point. So in the morning up until noon, this is when I say we are in cleanse mode. Our digestion takes up so much energy that All day long, we're digesting what we ate, our snacks, our meals. But imagine you don't eat through the night, right? So you wake up in the morning 
and you go in the bathroom and you look at the mirror and there may be sleep in your eyes. There may be a coating on your tongue. You may stink. You may have to take a shower. Um, hopefully you have a bowel movement. All these ways, is, all these ways are indicating that there is matter trying to come out of our body. So if we follow light to heavy in the morning, meaning we follow the morning practice, which I'll get into in a moment, up until lunch, it means that we are extending this deep cleanse mode for four, maybe five hours. So our body doesn't have to put all its energy right into our stomach and heavy digestion and stop that cleansing. So our bodies are cleansing all the time naturally, but the more we cleanse our blood, our system, our GI tract, the body's natural intelligence can circulate. The, you know, the Eastern uh, modalities would say prana, chi. We are so intelligent. Our bodies know what to do, but we need to allow it to have the space and the energy to do it. Mm-hmm. So I say, and this, there's an element here, and I was talking about this before intermittent fasting became a fat, mm-hmm. uh, but there is an element of IF in the way that we wake up in the morning, I say have a hot, hot water with lemon. Okay. Which is really great because lemon helps to support your liver tissue, our main yes. fat-burning organ, detoxifying organ. The vitamin C is great for your skin and your immunity. So, so start good. the day on an up. And then um, <laughs> mm-hmm. to take uh, two SVO probiotics, which is, as we were talking about before we started, Jordan, just a really natural form. Uh, SVO stands for soil-borne organisms. So this is the form that our ancestors used to get their probiotics because they would eat the unwashed veggies. They would eat dirt every day. And in the dirt is that perfect mix of bacterium. So we really want to nourish our gut from the morning up. And then when you start to feel hungry, I always recommend to have my glowing green smoothie. What's in it? And let me just say that, Jordan, it's a smoothie, not a juice. Right. One of my like personal little pet peeves is when people use them interchangeably. No, same. They say it to me every day. Oh my um, God. So no, we, I feel the same way. Oh my like, God. A smoothie I have is the, a smoothie. A juice is a juice. It's a smoothie. We have the uh, smoothie bar, a juice and smoothie bar at the Four Seasons. You do? Yes. You'll have to come. Wait, visit. what's it called? Well, our name of our brand, Saluna. It's the Saluna juice. Is it bar. new? It's been open for about six months. Oh my God. I cannot wait to check it out. Come over. But the, the point is every day people are like, oh, I'll have that juice or that. And I'm like, no, 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 it's a smoothie. <laughs> and this is so important for what we're talking about yes. because smoothie is whole foods. Right. Juice is great. Juice is a supplement, but the whole foods contain the fiber and the juice. And that fiber is going to balance your blood sugar levels. Mm. So you don't feel so up and down in the morning. And that fiber is going to help also naturally detoxify your body. Right. So that's what I say. You start with something so nutritionally dense. It's 70% greens, a lot of lemon juice to help your body absorb the non-heme iron, which is the plant-based iron, which gives you that beautiful glow. And then about 30% high fiber fruit. Now, if you have a sugar issue, if you have candida, we do like only green apple. Okay. But this is a mix, a blend that gives you vitamins, minerals, new, all sorts of nutrients, phytonutrients. It's so powerful. And then it, it stabilizes your blood sugar. And then mid-morning, if you're hungry, if you worked out, you can eat, um, like I have an avocado and sprout wrap. I'm actually still breastfeeding, so I'm pretty hungry in the morning. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oatmeal, coconut yogurt. You can have other foods, but that's the ideal morning right. to have. So what's in it? So the 70% greens, um, I, you can mix oh, and match, but classically it it's uh, 
spinach, kale, dark leafy romaine, celery. And if you can handle cilantro, I know some people don't like it. I love cilantro. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. If you like it, cilantro is really great because it helps bind to heavy metals. So it helps to clean right. up your system. And so the lemon juice, like I said, is the one part that I say, keep it in no matter what. And then the fruit is classically apple because the pectin in the apple is, is very cleansing and detoxifying. Um, so I don't peel it. Just apple, banana, pear, um, but you can mix and match with what's seasonal. People love putting strawberries in. My son loves strawberries a lot. Pineapple. Do you put in like nut milk or anything? No. So, so here's the thing. This is where I get pretty rigid. I'm not rigid about a lot of things, but I say keep it simple. This is in your in your body in the morning. So we don't want concentrated Got fat it. or protein per se for light to heavy. We want to keep it, you know, the, the, the fruit is very cleansing with all the natural um, fruit acids and the vitamins. And then the greens are very rebuilding with all the minerals. So nut milk is perfect for the power protein smoothie, which I say later in the morning, later in the afternoon, after your workout within two hours. But all that, those amazing ingredients like the avocado, the nut milk, the chia seeds, all that I say save for a little bit later. Okay. That makes sense. So I want to know the beginning of your journey. What made you decide to become a nutritionist? And oh my God. when did you pursue that path? So I have a really interesting journey. Um, I think we all do. All those of us that have suffered to some degree. So I think I'm attracted to becoming a nutritionist because I had so many issues with food. I had eating disorders. I, I am a recovering perfectionist. So I think our bodies and food is somewhere where we can obsess because it's visible and we can see it. I went into college uh, pre-med and then I actually didn't like working in a hospital. So I veered off that path. And my first job out of college was in Sydney, was in Australia. Oh, wow. So at this point I partied like crazy the end of college. I was drinking a lot of beer. I had a lot of pizza late, all sorts of things. So my skin was a mess. I had like intense acne. My hair stopped growing. My friends actually called me bunhead because my hair was, I would wear it in this little bun because I was embarrassed at how coarse and gross it and was. And now it's like and now it grows. thickest, longest hair ever. Which shows how much the body can rebuild. Yes, totally. Um, and I gained a bunch of weight. And so I went to see, and I never worked out because I had no energy and I drank diet soda all the time. And I went to happy hour almost every day. But one day I did go to the gym, miracle of miracles. And I saw this flyer to learn some detox flyer. And I didn't even really know what that was, but I went in, I met with this nutritionist and she's like, well, tell me about your digestion. And I was like, I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about how I can lose weight. And she was the first person to say to me, it's actually all related. So I started to understand that my bloating and my constipation were related to the fact that I couldn't lose weight easily. It was related to the fact that my skin was all screwed up. So then the next three years, well, it was supposed to be two weeks. I decided to backpack on the way home. And if you buy your ticket in Sydney, they have these around the world tickets. And I ended up, long story short, I ended up doing this loop three times. What was supposed to be two weeks ended up being over three years. And I was mostly in Asia and Africa and some South America. And the reason this is significant, Jordan, is because I was out of the Western world. 
So I was out of Europe. I was out of Canada. I was out of Australia. I was in these countries where the whole definition of health and beauty is so different. There's no counting calories. There's not just this one rigid way that beauty has to look. This is where I learned everything. This is where I spent time with with so many teachers. I was in India for months. I studied Ayurveda. I was in China for months. It was just amazing. It It blew my mind. So then I came back to New York. I'm from the East Coast originally. And I too started my blog then. And I was just like writing about whatever I felt interested in. I didn't have a plan. In 2011? Oh, no, no. This would have been before. This was right before. It took me about, you know, a little bit to get my first book deal. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I was, you know, I was was going back. I was... uh, studying nutrition formally. I was working for this doctor in the East Village that also had a cafe. I was doing all sorts of things. What cafe? It was it was Dr. Jumps. Okay. He was an amazing doctor at the time. It's since closed, unfortunately, but he had a clinic and he had a cafe and he was plant-based and he had a lot of amazing um, information about food. So I learned a lot. So anyways, I was just like, oh, I'm in the world, like doing all this stuff. And then the crazy thing is it just, and I know this is similar to your story, Jordan, it just grew very organically. I wasn't advertising. I didn't have a business plan, but what I did have was passion. And so I would just tell my yoga students, I was teaching, you know, three group classes a week, just start getting out organically. And then it, you know, the second television segment I ever did was Good Morning America. Wow. And it, And then my first celebrity found my website and then I got on the set and I don't even know I have a TV. This is the funny part of the story. I'm not a TV movie person. Mm-hmm. I'm a book person. I'm a nerd. I, so I didn't even have a TV and suddenly I'm on these sets and people are like, oh my God, you're working with such and such and such and such. And I said, oh, you know, they're just normal people. Yeah. So the next few years of my life, up until my son was born, essentially, I just traveled with celebrities and got them ready for their roles and did press tours and lived with them for three months. That's so cool. Uh, It was cool at the time. It was amazing. And let me tell you, you learn a lot about people's bodies when you live with them. Oh, I bet. And it taught me a lot about wellness because now with Saluna, the ethos of my brand is it's not just about food. It's really about the emotional well-being and the spiritual part. Mm -hmm. And that was a huge thing that I would give my clients besides, you know, designing their diets and making their food. There was the support, there was the love, there was the meditation, there was the emotional component. Yeah, that's huge. So I did that for a while and, you know, the books were coming in and um, and then we launched Saluna last year. My son is now three. So I stopped, I mean, I still keep in touch with a lot of them. I still design their programs. I train people for them. At the Juice Bar at the Four Seasons, a lot of them get all their stuff. So I do a lot of custom stuff, but I'm not living with them for three months at a yeah, time now. I mean, that would be <laughs> hard. You're married. Now you have a child. Like that would be a hard thing I, to yeah, do. I mean, with, with, with family life, it's hard. We're not, we're not technically married oh, yet, okay. but you know, I think we're going to go down that route. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But all um, partnership life and stability and yeah, it's, it shifts. Life grows and evolves, but that's sort of the interesting broad strokes of my career. <laughs> yeah, no, it really is. Are you able to say some of the celebrities that you've oh, worked sure. with? Yeah, yeah. I talk about the, you know, the ones that have given me public quotes right. for sure, which is a part of them. But everyone from Drew Barrymore, Reese Witherspoon, Chris Hemsworth, Channing Tatum. It was about 50-50 men and women. Mm-hmm. Kerry Washington, um, Jessica Alba. 
I mean, there's dozens so of So many that. amazing people. Yeah, really amazing, creative, wonderful people. Mm-hmm. And again, like I said, men and women, um, just a lot of different requirements. <laughs> yeah, totally. So when you're designing their programs and stuff, was it all plant-based the way that yes, you eat? Yes. Mm-hmm. The only person that I ended up cooking a little bit of meat for was Channing. Hmm. He was plant-based for a while and he just, we added a little bit in, a little bit of chicken, organic chicken, very different than, I mean, he's obsessed. He was obsessed with a glowing green smoothie. He had a very difficult time having greens and vegetables. He grew up in the South. He did not grow up eating a lot of vegetables. So that was a huge like component of his program. He would actually have two huge containers throughout the morning on set. Wow. And then a lot of my guys, I've worked on the Marvel films. So oh my God, my fiance would die. <laughs> he loves Marvel. Oh, really? Yeah. So a lot of those big guys are in these super tight suits. And a, a wonderful way, this is a tip for anyone, you don't have to be a superhero. <laughs> if you are busy, as most all of us are, and you are running around, smoothies are the answer because you can, they're pre digested in a sense because they're broken down. So you can sip them in your car if you're running after your kid, if you're in the middle I of work smoothies. on your desk. So the glowing green smoothie, like we talked about, and the power protein smoothie, which is essentially nut milk, uh, you know, sprouted vegan protein powder, chia seeds, maca, you know, certain things. And that's a wonderful way to keep your energy up. The only thing is don't chug your smoothies, chew them a little bit, respect that they're whole foods. Right. Because that's the way people get bloated. They chug the whole thing. And you want to mix the amylase. You want to mix your saliva in with the smoothie till you get the full benefits. All right, guys, just a brief interruption from this episode with the amazing Kimberly Snyder to talk about our second sponsor for today's episode, Cured Nutrition. So I talked a little bit about Cured Nutrition in the intro because I got so excited. I couldn't even couldn't even keep it under wraps that my favorite CBD company is partnering with us for the show. You can use the code BLONDE for a discount on curednutrition.com. And if you do, or when you do, be sure that you order their mint tincture. I'm so obsessed with it. It has peppermint oil and CBD. I use it to sleep. I use it when my anxiety is running high, which is all the time lately. And I just use it when I want to chill and feel really good. So I highly, highly recommend the mint tincture, but they have a lot of different products. They have so many different CBD products. So CBD is non-psychoactive. It will not get you high. It's a natural compound derived from hemp or marijuana. But my dad, who won't touch marijuana, will touch CBD. It's so good for improving pain management, improving sleep, reducing inflammation, calming anxiety, regulating your nervous system in a healthy way. And they have so many products. They have, first of all, they have food. They have these like cookie dough bites that we have all around our house right now because Jonathan's obsessed. They're like these peanut butter coconut cookie dough bites with CBD. They have tinctures, which is my favorite way to enjoy CBD. And they have other treats and nibbles and things that you can check out on their site, uncurednutrition.com. 
So you can use that code blonde for a discount and just know that these are like top of the line products. They're sourced from organically grown hemp and tested for potency, purity, pesticides, and heavy metals. So they're very safe. And then most importantly, you guys know this is always the most important. I met their founder, Joseph. That's actually why we are partnering together and why they're here on the show is because Joseph and I met at an event. We really hit it off. He's such a nice person. We just like became fast friends. He just proposed recently. Um, You should for sure follow him on Instagram. It's the cutest proposal to an amazing woman. Um, I've been lucky enough to just meet them and meet them via, I haven't met her in person, but we've been texting and they're just such kind people. Those are the kinds of people I want to support. On top of that, they have an amazing product that works really well, totally organic, incredible branding, all of it. So check them out at curednutrition.com. Use the blonde and enjoy. Try that mint CBD tincture. So what are some of your favorite superfoods? You mentioned maca. So I'm a, I'm a start, I'm a student of Ayurveda. I've been studying now for five years. I am really into the biointelligence of all these herbs and all these plants uh, right now. So I rotate what I, what I'm into at the moment right now. I think shatavri is an amazing herb for most all women. Do you know about shatavri? No, I, you just named something. I don't know if I've ever heard. That's oh amazing. My God. I had to get you some. It's my, it's like my number one right now. Oh, wow. It's a type of Indian, uh, asparagus essentially. And it's really wonderful and stabilizing for women's health all around. So the thing with the Ayurvedic herbs, a lot of them is they are activated with heat. So if you can make a decoction, I I put it in my morning tea. So my morning tea is hot water with lemon, like we talked about. Ginger is something I always add in because it's a wonderful way to increase your metabolism, your circulation. Ayurveda says it opens the 12 shrotas, the 12 detoxification pathways of the body. So I put in ginger. Um, I got fancy my hot water with no, lemon all amazing. of a sudden. Um, and then I add shatavri, which is such, a, such an amazing herb for women. I add a little bit of ashwagandha, which is also top of my list right now. It is uh, strengthening. We say it's bala. For bala, it adds strength to your body. It's great for your nervous system. It's even great for calming you down. There's a type of ashwagandha, which you can use for sleep. So ashwagandha is one of my favorite uh herbs right now. And then I rotate in maca still. It comes in and out of my life. I'm not, I'm not sure that you necessarily want to take the same thing all the time, long-term. Another plant that I really like a lot is Shisandra. Oh yeah. So it comes a lot from TCM and it is an amazing adaptogen. It helps our body with stress. So those are some of my favorites, but I, you know what I always say, Jordan is Lemon to me is a superfood for all the reasons. We already talked about lemon like 12 times. Right. <laughs> it's so easy. You'll get, go to Trader Joe's and get a bag for like five bucks and then you can have something that's really powerful. Yeah, and it's so simple. Listen, Sometimes if, you go, to, if you go to Trader Joe's and you get lemons and you get a nub of ginger, you're going to benefit your body. Even if you don't cook, if you're not going to go grocery shopping every day, that's, these are some amazing things. Take your SVO probiotics, do a couple things. And that will also already increase your levels of, of circulation and, um, just digestion in your body, your, your core, core foundational 
systems. Yeah. You're inspiring me so much. <laughs> These are things that I will like do and then fall off the wagon with. Like and you can come warm back. water with lemon. I used to be so good about that. I can't remember the last time I had that. Oh, really? Morning, I but see I a have lemon, lemon on your counter. I know. I have a huge <laughs> lemon. I, I make salad dressings with lemon and stuff. So I, yeah, that lemon is so big. I got it at the farmer's market the other day. So exciting. You, you know what I will say, love? And that this is one of the biggest things I want people to really understand because I think we live in this society that's so much all or nothing. Like I'm on keto or I'm not. I'm doing this new diet or I fell off, right? Um, oh, it's like this searching like for the next diet or this next magic pill that's going to help your hair. Or I have a lot to say about hair, by the way, because I had so many hair issues. Yeah. And I will say... This is a lifestyle and the power comes from what Ayurveda calls dinacharya, which is daily routine. So even if you do a couple of things in the morning, like the morning practice, you do a couple little tweaks, that is so powerful. You can add on to it over time. But even if you're just doing hot water with lemon, SBO probiotics, trying to make the glowing green smoothie sometime, I mean, you know, there's all these steps, but if you just take two or three of them and you master them, you build from there, that is so much more effective than like, going on and off these diets constantly and so confusing to your body. It is. I totally agree. Ayurveda has been so amazing in my healing as well. So I love that that's part of your practice. It's part of it. Yes. And I also don't, I don't subscribe to anything that demonizes a macronutrient. Right. There's only three macronutrients, fat, protein, and carbs. So you can see imbalance when people eat super low carb and let's say they have a ton of fat or a ton of protein. So keto, basically. Basically, or you know, different, yeah, yeah. different iterations of Atkins and so on and so forth. Basically what happens is you overeat one of them. So you overeat the fat or you overeat the protein. And the problem with that is we're meant to have all of them. Your brain needs glucose. You need we need carbs to feel good and to feel balanced. So people that are following hardcore keto, there is a relationship between fat and sugar. So if you eat a little bit of fruit or you eat a little bit of sugar, even if it's healthy, you could gain weight. And that's really disheartening. And that's really hard to stay on as a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So some people use it to lose weight, whatever, you know, if that's how you're using it. But I say, take a balanced approach. I eat carbs every day but I'm properly food combining and I'm taking digestive enzymes first. So when I eat rice, I don't eat it with fruit. I don't eat rice and protein at the same time. I eat it with veggies. I eat it with legumes like lentils, which can combine as protein or starch. So since I started food combining well, I actually do eat a very carb-centric diet, Mm -hmm. but I'm actually the thinnest I've ever been. That's amazing. thinner than my weight in high school. Wow. And I don't say that to be annoying. <laughs> right, I say you're that healthy. because any, I, I really believe that when we go back to our natural state, we open up digestion. This can happen for anybody. I totally agree. So I'm totally with you on eating carbs. Love them. My body Love. thrives. But a question I have is for people with autoimmune issues yes. and Lyme. What do you think of grains? Because I love grains, oatmeal, rice. I eat them but I also hear information about Lyme disease and inflammation and maybe not eating grains for a while. 
What would be your thoughts? So this is a great question. It's funny. I actually had dinner the other day um, with someone, uh, my partner's really close friends, and they both have autoimmune. His wife has RA. She has rheumatoid arthritis. And he has a couple like different things going on. He has some pretty extreme um, autoimmune conditions. So here's what I say about that. We hear so much about the no grain diet. I mean, ever since grain brain came out and wheat belly was kind of the precursors. And you have all these very outspoken uh, people and books saying no grain, no grain, no grain. On the other side, I just want to give the other side of that. There are other experts like Dr. John McDougall, T. Colin Campbell, Dr. Neil Bernard, that that say, actually, if you're eating gluten-free, if you have with autoimmune, you definitely want to be gluten-free and you're eating sprouted, which by the way, when I eat rice, it's sprouted. You can pay like an extra dollar at Whole Foods and get sprouted brown rice. And what that does is it actually helps to remove a lot of the lectins and the so-called harmful properties of the grains, the phytic acid, the inhibitor enzymes on the outside. If you're eating sprouted gluten-free grains, it is my opinion that we're looking at the diet overall. We can create balance long-term, which is where healing takes place. There's also all these cultures like the Okinawans. And I also had another dinner with Dan Butner with a person that um, coined the term blue zones. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's amazing. He's a National Geographic explorer. And back in the day, I think it was 2007, he wrote this article for the New York Times and coined the term blue zones. So I had an interesting wow. dinner with him. So if you look at these very healthy societies, which have a very low incidence of degenerative diseases traditionally when they're eating traditional foods. So, you know, the, the, the Nosara Peninsula, the Okinawans, the Vilacambras, the Russians, they, and, and Ayurvedic medicine and traditional Chinese medicine, which are the oldest systems, the oldest medical systems, they all include grains. So in my fourth book, which I wrote with Deepak Chopra, there's actually a whole section about the conjectural analysis of paleo. What's what's the name of the book? Radical Beauty. Okay. So we talk about how, when you look at the very foundation of some of these diets, there was a lot of conjectural analysis. I've been to the British Museum in London. That pickaxe, there's a pickaxe, two million years old, that's in that museum. And- Some of the things I've heard about paleo people are like, oh, this proves that we're meant to eat all meat and not grains. But actually, if you read about it from the British Museum, it says, this is a pickaxe. It came from Tanzania, where I've also been. It says, this could have been used to break up roots and tubers and bark and, you know, all sorts of things. So there's a lot of assumptions about our, quote, caveman diet, which it's almost impossible to really reconcile today. John McDougall, Dr. John McDougall also points out that there are ancient tools that they found for grinding grains and in the teeth of some fossils. So this whole idea that like, oh, we were never meant to eat grains is something that I, I just, it's not part of my philosophy. I think that we evolved. I do have so much respect for Ayurveda, which is very grain centric. So again, all the grains I eat are gluten-free, they're sprouted. But here's the thing, everybody's body's different. So there may be a time where you do not eat any sugar, quote unquote, or grains. When I I had really bad candida and I didn't even know what candida was. There was a year where I stopped eating all sweet fruit. So that means I only had like cucumbers and some green apples, but I stopped eating fruit. I stopped eating all sugar basically for my body to heal. 
But I say a healthy body should be able to handle healthy, natural food. Right. So after that healing phase, I reintroduce fruit and I don't get bloated from fruit. I also food combine. Mm -hmm. So there may be a period, and I think everybody has to feel what works for their body. But the other night at dinner um, with our friend, Jesse, I gave him sprouted brown rice. We had some grains, um, a lot of veggies, and he felt great. So... I just think it's very individual, but I just want to say overall, I think there can be a place for grain. It doesn't have to be the highest percentage of, you know, food in your diet, but I think we, we have to feel our own bodies, everybody's body, their constitution, their genetic makeup, illnesses. It's very specific. So we can't make these huge generalizations. That's so helpful. So true and so helpful. So I know you place a lot of emphasis on the spiritual connection with the mind and the body and the spirit. So let's talk about that and how our spiritual connection enhances everything when it comes to what we eat and put in our bodies and how we feel. Yes. So so my work has evolved so much in the past 10 years. Um, I think I was obsessed with food. I became a nutritionist because as I mentioned, all of my own issues with food. But since I've been working with so many people for this long, I've created what I call the four cornerstones of wellness. The first is food because it's tangible and we all need to eat. So Mm -hmm. we see it and you can pick it up. The second is body. And body cornerstone includes everything that's non-food related. So how we take care of our skin, which is our largest organ, um, sleep practices, movement practices, how we move our bodies, making sure we're moving more circularly instead of just linear front to back. The third cornerstone is emotional well-being, And the fourth is spiritual growth. Now, my last book, which is called uh, Recipes for Your Perfectly Imperfect Life, I found amazing research connecting inflammation and bloating specifically with emotions. Wow. Completely devoid of food. There were studies, uh, and you could reference them in the book, but it basically showed that even if you're eating perfectly, but you're holding on to anger, resentment, uh, body shame, guilt, you know, we hear, we hear about the gut brain access a lot going up, but it also goes the other way down. So this research is basically showing that it's our thoughts that can actually create bloating. It can actually create inflammation in our body. I believe that. I mean, 100%. 100%. So here's the thing. If you are frustrated, you've tried every diet, you're still super bloated, you're still you're eating gluten-free, you gave up dairy, and you're like, what the F? <laughs> There's all this, this whole other part you may not even be looking at, right. which is how we balance our emotions, how we process things. And there's a technique that has really helped me that I talk about here, this letting go technique. So if we, we, if we just repress and suppress our emotions, it doesn't go away. It actually gets pushed down. It comes out in sugar cravings. It comes out in inflammation. It affects us. And that just because we don't see it, it doesn't mean it's not having a really huge effect. You know, people talk about the mind-body connection, but that's sort of the definition of a connection means there are two separate things that are connected. I say there isn't a mind-body connection. It's actually one thing, right? So when we, are, when we balance our emotions through different tools and techniques, our physical healing goes up. Our ability to lose weight easily goes up. Our skin gets better. And then the fourth, um, the fourth cornerstone is spiritual growth. So this title, Perfectly Imperfect, we're all imperfect. We all want to, you know, 
get rid of that zit or have more energy or have a better boyfriend or have a better job or lose 10 pounds. We know our imperfections, but when we connect to the spirit inside of us, the fact that we're alive means there's a part of us that's perfect. We are perfect and we're imperfect. That's the, du- that's the duality. Mm-hmm. But when we connect to that through stillness, through meditation, just going inward, we don't obsess about the imperfections as much. Yes. And you know, guess what? It has an actual physical effect on your hormones. It means you don't have as much cortisol, all the stress hormones, the fight or flight. So the, nice. Oh my God, like, did I, am I going to gain weight? Did I screw up my keto because I ate a banana? Right. All this stuff. We are so connected that the ups and downs of life don't affect us as much. And the ironic thing is when we're working on the things we can't see, like the emotions and the spiritual part, the stuff that we're obsessed with, like our skin, our hair, our weight tends to get better in a much easier way. It really does. And that's been my experience. And and when I work with these celebrities and I work with all these people, it's part food, but it's a lot, all this other stuff. And that's how you get really well. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's all, it all works together. I've had a similar experience with exercising less and exercising yes. more low intensity and just noticing that I don't have that same high cortisol or that exactly. fight or flight response. It's changed my life. And I love exercise. I can't wait to get back to exercise when I feel more healthy, but doing this low impact, doing a lot of yoga, versus like running a marathon like I used to do. Did you? Yeah. Well, it's interesting because I ran a marathon in 2015 with my now fiance, but we weren't together at the time. And I was the heaviest I've ever been. Mm. I had cystic acne, Mm. um, rashes, and clearly I had a lot going on with my health that I didn't know about, but I also know that my hormones were so mm-hmm. out of whack. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, this feels so crazy because I am doing so much cardio. Right. I'm literally running across from downtown LA to the oh, ocean. So frustrating. Um, yeah. But I just felt like I was just so lost. I didn't know what to do. Also at the time, just interesting to point out, I was pretty much eating keto. Mm. Um, This was when I stopped Mm. being vegan and went Mm. through this whole entire, I tried everything. And I know you can relate to that. Um, Exactly. Well, I think it goes back to what we said earlier about mother nature and holism. So my mantra is nourish your whole self and feel good. So there's two parts of that. Your whole self is your physical and your emotional and the spiritual, the mental parts of you. If we just focus on, you know, if we don't think about our emotional side, for instance, or one of the cornerstones, we obsess about the others. So if we're not spiritually and emotionally well, we will obsess about our body or we will obsess about food, right? And so it's nourishing ourselves in a holistic way. The second part is feel good. Feel. Don't just think, feel. You know how many people say to me, I don't know when I'm hungry. I don't know what my body's telling me to eat. We've disconnected from feeling our own bodies because we're up in our head. We're eating according to an app or a chart or some diet or something for calorie counting. We're thinking, thinking, thinking versus actually feeling, feeling. It feels good to actually be connected to ourselves. It doesn't mean we're going to be happy and giggly all the time, but connection feels good. It does. And that's that's to me is wellness where we're feeling ourselves again. I agree. That's so beautiful. All right. One more little 
interruption from this conversation to talk about Silver Fern. Silver Fern is, as you know, my favorite, favorite brand for probiotics, digestive enzymes, plant-based protein powder, multivitamins, and so much more. You should definitely listen to their former founder, Charity Lighten, on episode 106 of this podcast. Charity's a dear friend. She explains all about the gut microbiome, the reason why digestive enzymes are important for our stomachs, for our systems, and we really just go deep into gut health. We talk about constipation. We talk about why probiotics are so helpful. We talk about fiber. We talk about why silver fern is the actual best. I want you guys to know something. Someone asked me the other day, so is silver fern actually good? Because I've heard you talk about it and I was thinking about ordering it. And very valid question, but I want everyone to know I only talk about products that I use every day that I'm completely obsessed with, that I stand behind, that I work with for long periods of time because I love them so much. Brands who I know, the people behind the brand, just everything. I go deep into checking out a brand. And if I'm ever talking about it, I promise it's because I use it all the time. So I love Silver Fern. The probiotics survive once they hit your gut. Digestive enzymes have helped me tremendously with my stomach and digestion and just all around living my life as a healthier, less bloated individual, better skin, etc. So check out silverfern.com, use the code blonde for a discount, shop around and enjoy. Now let's head back into this episode with Kimberly. So I want to ask you some of the rapid fire questions that I ask everyone, and then we'll get into talking about your book and your supplements and your products. So do you know what your sun rising and moon signs are? Oh, you know, I really should know the rising ones. Um, I'm embarrassed to say that I don't. No, a lot of people don't. I only know my like... What's your zodiac? My zodiac is Aquarius. When's your birthday? February 6th. Beautiful. Same as Bob Marley. And I am very Aquarius. I love (laughs) Aquariuses. What sign are you? So I'm a Libra. Oh yeah, Um, we get along very well. Yeah, we're both air signs. Yes. And I'm an Aquarius rising. Oh. And an Aquarius north node, which is like... Your path in this lifetime is your North Node. So I feel really tied to Aquarian things. Like I'm very airy. Aquarius, as you know, are like creative and and out of the box. I want to help everybody. Like humanitarian um, care, really care about community, which I deeply do. Yeah. You know what's funny too about this is I actually had Susan Miller on my podcast, who's like a huge astrologist and Uh she did my chart and I can't even remember. It's hard. I'm with you. I cannot remember my fiance's rising sign for the life of me. And I'm so into this stuff. Wow. But there's just a lot you know, a lot of stuff to think about. Uh, do you know your human design? No. Okay. We'll have to look it up. <laughs> if later, if you can send me your birth info, cause you probably gave it to Susan Miller. Yes. Um, like text it to me or email it to sure. me. I can find out for you. There's, Is it like a, there's five types for- oh. of human design. We talk about it a lot on this podcast. So people listening will know, um, human design is so special. I feel like if I were to guess yours, I think you might be a manifester. 
they're all amazing. It's like the way that you interact with the world. So I'll tell you more about it. So cool. So what are some of your favorite foods? Oof. So I really love spinach just because I can eat it by the handful. I love chocolate. I eat dark chocolate pretty much every day as my go-to. I like a lot of sweet fruit. So I do eat a lot of bananas. I eat you know, at least two to three a day. I also like for treats, I like crunchy things. So I really like any kind of like gluten-free cracker or like toast gluten-free bread. So it's really um, crispy. I like, and in my my third book, Beauty Detox Power, I talk about food cravings. And for me, it's almost stress relieving when you crunch down on something uh, crunchy, it helps to relieve stress. So that might be one of the reasons I love crunchy. Oh, that's so good to know. Um, I love gluten-free pasta. I mean, I could go on and on. That's but, so fun. I love gluten-free pasta too. Yeah. Who is your inspiration? Well, I would say my daily inspiration now is my mom. She was so strong. She was amazing. She was an immigrant from the Philippines and she made her way here. And she, you know, became an executive. She had a scholarship to, to get her MBA. She was so strong. And she was also really as a child, she was really open and interested in a lot of these holistic modalities. I mean, I never, I was never given dairy as a child because of, you know, at the time, yeah, like over 20 years ago, that wasn't really a thing. She passed away really suddenly when within three days of my son turning one, I mean, we literally knew she was, she had cancer on Valentine's day and she was gone in six weeks. So that's how life is, you know, like we don't know what's going to happen. Um, but I will say I feel more connected to her now than ever. I, these earrings I'm wearing come from her. Beautiful. I pray with to her every morning when I do my beach walk. So she still inspires me every day. Love it. That's so beautiful. <laughs> She's definitely with you every day. Are you a night person or a morning person? Oh my God. Huge morning person. Oh, you are. I love, I love the it. morning. You know, when I lived in New York City, there was a, I love the energy, but I was like, this isn't really me. Yeah. I don't want to eat dinner at 11 at night no, and go same. to fancy restaurants. I like the nature time in the morning. Yeah, me too. I'm so nice that you live by the beach and you can walk on the beach in the morning. Yes. So that's my main form of exercise now. I, I ground a barefoot. I do about five miles on the beach. I was going to ask, what's your favorite exercise? So I used to have a pretty serious asana yoga practice and I go in and out. But when my mom passed away, I felt like I needed to ground. So that's when I transitioned to beach walks, stillness. I turn off the music for at least half of it and I just feel my breath. It's a spiritual practice as well. Um, I also think it's really healthy to do grounding and to be on that uneven terrain. So that's my exercise. I also do some hikings with, um, hikings. (laughs) I hike sometimes on the weekend with friends or my partner, but yeah, it's, it's so walking, nice. really. I love it. Low impact. You Low know. Impact. You know what? When I was a chronic dieter, I was like a, there was moments where I was this like gym person, like staring at the calories on the treadmill. Right. The high intensity. So, you know what? Lifestyle, everything can get easier. Totally. What's one thing you've never been asked in an interview that you wish you had been asked? <laughs> <laughs> I know it's hard. Oh my gosh. Well, you know, I think that in our interview, we were able to talk about the spiritual part, which is really what I like to talk about. I think I get 
pigeonholed sometimes as being a nutritionist, but that's when I started like 10 years ago. And now I lead women's circles. We have the Saluna circle, mm-hmm. which I have one tomorrow. Like yeah. you, Jordan. Um, so to me, I, I love it when people ask me about the spiritual part of my program, which is a big part. Yeah. That's so great. What's the hardest thing you've ever been through? Losing my mom. Hands down. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was a, it was a big, it was a big moment. Yeah. And I know a lot of people listening have, have been through grief right. as well. So, you know, Absolutely. life keeps going and, um, yeah, I have a lot to say about that in this book as well. I talk about her loss. So let's talk about this book, Perfectly Imperfect Life. <laughs> I wrote it for myself because I'm a recovered perfectionist. That's how all the best things are created when they're created oh, yeah. because you need it. Oh, yeah. I'm flipping through it. Everybody listening, it's beautiful. Thank you. Beautiful recipes, beautiful photos of you and your friends. Mm-hmm. Wow. Tell us about it. So this book was, was originally going to be a children's nutrition book. And then when she passed, I had this awakening moment where I just thought, what do I really want my life to be about? And I started looking around. I just saw such massive confusion and massive suffering, especially with women, that this book really is about the holism of everything. So there's two parts. The first part is about tools and techniques for getting past body shame perfectionism, the drama, the stories we tell ourselves, judgment. All judgment starts with self-judgment. You know, I was so harsh on myself, the grief, all these emotional things. And then you'll see it's very prescriptive. It actually pairs. When we look at food beyond the numbers, food can really support us through these big life changes. So in the back, there's over a hundred easy, delicious plant-based recipes for busy people, for moms. When I say prescriptive, let's say you're going through a big change you know, for you, Jordan, your wedding's coming up. So when we go through a big change, you want some extra energy, right? You want that support. So there's a recipe in there. It's basically a um, turmeric herb-based root vegetable salad. So the turmeric is going to help clean your blood. It's going to help reduce inflammation. And anytime we're cleaning the blood, we're essentially augmenting our circulation. Mm-hmm. That's why people use curcumin for uh, heart disease. So you're you're giving yourself that extra energy. But if we have extra energy and um, it's ungrounded, you could start to feel flighty or spacey. So it's paired with root vegetables. And the root vegetables have what we call kapha energy, that earth energy, a lot of different minerals that are grounding. They support our bone structure. They support us um, in integration. So that recipe is so grounding and it gives us energy, but it makes us feel strong in our bodies. So the whole first part um, prescribes the specific food recipes in the end. So it's very practical. So amazing. I can't (laughs) wait to read it and everybody listening. Um, Another rapid fire. If you were a color, what color would you be? I think I would be white. I'm I'm really into this idea of the whole. So, you know, white and black, um, the name of the, the name of my brand is Saluna, which means the sun and the moon. Mm-hmm. And this also came after my mom passed. Wow. So I look at myself, Jordan, I look back at my first book covers, like all shiny and happy and, and in a tight dress. And actually this is when I started doing shadow work mm. and, you know, just started really playing with going into that darkness. The darkness is where all the seeds come from. 
So darkness is our power. The darkness is our potential. So I like this idea of holism, you know, sun, moon, light, dark. I'm a big student of the Tao, this philosophy about the wholeness. So I like how white and black are kind of all the colors, everything mixed together. I love that. (laughs) We always have the weirdest answers. No, (laughs) the best answers. So tell us about Saluna. You brought me these incredible supplements that I'm so excited to try. So... Saluna is uh, this holism. So we have offerings in all the cornerstones. We have recipes. We have the books for food. Um, We have a healthy weight loss program online called the 30-Day Roadmap. Then we have a lot of body care. So we have these supplements, which really work on your foundation. We have amazing SBO probiotics, which I've formulated. So what is SBO? SBO is soil-borne organisms. Oh, right, right. Okay, amazing. Um, They're clinically researched. They have a prebiotic and a postbiotic I think one of the biggest misconceptions about probiotics is trying to choose a supplement based on numbers. From working with formulators, it's so easy to make something have like 50 billion culture count, but that's not necessarily what your body needs. That may sound impressive from a marketing standpoint, but we need it to get through your stomach acid and implant and be effective. So it's about the ratio and the harmony of the strains. So we have an amazing SVO probiotic. We have digestive enzymes, which you take right before you eat, which allow you to get the most nutrition from your food and allow you to, it helps prevent bloating. And number three, we have something called detoxy, which is oxygen and nascent, uh, oxygen, nascent oxygen and vitamin C, a stabilized form called ASC2P, which cleans your system. I feel like a lot of people focus on putting in, but we don't pay enough attention to adequately removing the endogenous and exogenous toxins. And that buildup makes it very hard to lose weight. That makes it us feel spacey. It makes us age in an accelerated mm-hmm. rate. So that's like amazing. You take it in the evening and you wake up and you release more, but it's not a laxative. It's not habit forming, it's oxygen. And then we have non-toxic, uh, clean, high-performance skincare. I'm also obsessed with skincare because I have had such skin issues. And we use ingredients like Vigna acetophonica, which is a botanical alternative to retinol. So you don't have to use these chemicals and things. When I was pregnant, I thought, oh, I'm not supposed to use retinol. I don't want to use it anytime. So they're combined. Um, We have this amazing formulator who has a very small lab. She makes it by hand. It's very artisanally made. She actually had breast cancer. Mm -hmm. And then when she woke up to like, oh, there's all these toxins, she helped me formulate these, which are effective and have a lot of it, great ingredients, but again, are clean and non-toxic. Then we have something called the Saluna Circle, which is our online subscription. It's only about five bucks a month to join. And that's, you're going to love it, Jordan. We pick a theme. So in August, it's feeling and being whole. Love and it. I go into the cornerstone. So what foods support that? What are the bodily practices? Emotional, spiritual, there's meditation. You get a 30-minute video, audios. There's a private online community where everybody talks and supports each other. And Lixer recipe. So we do them in person. We do them online. And we have free meditations. It's literally offerings for all the cornerstones. Oh my God, that sounds <laughs> so special. Wow. Yeah. I love it so much. Thank you. I can't wait for you to try some of the stuff. Me too. So final question, since this is the Soul on Fire podcast, what sets your soul on fire? Connection. Connecting with ourselves, connecting with other people, community. I really do, in my heart, as as a person, as a soul, as a yogi, I do believe in oneness. I think we are essentially all connected. And the more we connect and the more we can help each other connect, which is really the very, very essence of my work, 
that's what gets me fired up every day. That's so beautiful. I love it. So tell everyone where they can find you, all the many places. <laughs> so everything is on our website, mysaluna.com, uh, social at underscore Kimberly Snyder on Instagram. We have the Feel Good Podcast, but it's all there on mysaluna.com. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you this so much, Jordan. such wisdom. It's going to help people so much. Thank you, love. Yes. Wow. Such an honor to have Kimberly Snyder on the podcast. I have literally been such a huge fan of her work for so many years. I loved hearing all her wisdom, what she shares with her celebrity clients and all of her clients. And she is just such a successful author and product developer and podcast host, nutritionist, warrior for wellness, mind, body, spirit connection. Just so pleased so pleased to connect with her here and share her with you guys. So please let us know what you thought. If this podcast brought you value, I would be so honored to receive a rating and review in iTunes. You can send me your rating and review to jordan at thebalanceblonde.com and I will thank you by sending you my yoga ebook. So grateful. It helps so much when you guys rate and review the show. It helps with visibility. And especially now that I'm about to take a hiatus and the podcast is going to go on a little sabbatical. Not yet, but there's a few more weeks and then that will be happening. Then I would love to have those ratings and reviews beforehand so that when I come back, the show is still visible in iTunes and people will find it and just so excited for that day. I'm already excited. I love and appreciate you guys so much. I want to thank our sponsors again for Sigmatic. You can use the code blonde for the best mushroom coffee in the world. You'll get a 15% off discount. Um, Cured nutrition for the best CBD. Try the mint tincture. It's amazing on the market. Use the code blonde for a discount. And then we have the most incredible silver fern probiotics and digestive enzymes. Again, you can use the code blonde for a big discount. So thank you to all of our sponsors. Thank you for to Kimberly for coming on the show and sharing with us. And most of all, thank you to you for listening. This show would be nothing without you guys. I appreciate you so much. You're literally my family from all over the world. And I don't know what I would do without you. So thank you. Thank you. I'll be back next week with a solo episode. And then we'll go into the best of the show episodes before we take a little hiatus. I love you guys. Happy day. Have a soul on fire day. Mwah.